Hey guys, welcome to Cheesecake and Conversation, where we hope to brighten your day and fill you with hope by sharing biblical truths and real life experience. So grab your slice of cheesecake and let's get started. Enjoy the show. It's Jenny. So listen, today I wanted to talk to you. You know, we're just starting out 2023. Um, you know, everybody does all the things, set the goals, make the vision board, um, and all those things are great and important. And, you know, you should be making visions and having plans and and dreams and hopefully dreaming big and understanding that God has all those promises there for you and you should be seeking and um, you know, stepping into and receiving those those promises. But today I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about kind of the, you know, the really the supernatural law of, you know, planting the seeds and reaping the harvest and what comes in between that, kind of what that looks like, you know, for us in our everyday lives. And I really want to encourage you, you know, as you're you're making your goals, whatever they are, you know, you could be someone who sets, you know, a four week goal, maybe it's a three month goal, maybe it's, you've got it all planned out for the whole year, whatever it looks like. You really have to, you know, we, we have these, I call them outcome goals, right? It's your outcome goal. That's, that's the outcome that I want to get, which in the Bible would be referred to as your harvest, right? And so you you have to plant these seeds, right? So a farmer has to par- plant seeds in the ground and eventually he gets a harvest. But what comes in between the eventually time, right? And so I really want to encourage you just to kind of think through, you know, the that process part. And, you know, the best way to get the same results that you have right now in your life, whatever it is, you know, that it could be something in your health, your relationships, your relationship with the Lord. It could be something in your finances. Um, it could be something, you know, with your kids. It could be something, you know, um, with, I don't know, just external th- circumstances, all kind of things, just life. Let's just call it life. So choose your thing, right, in life that's going on. And what we really have to realize is if we're going to keep doing what we've we've always done, we're going to keep getting what we've always got. So if we want to get something different, we know the definition of insanity. If we want to get something different, we're going to have to do some things different. We have to make some changes. We have to make some changes. Now, a lot of people, even Christians, when they when they realize excuse me, they acknowledge, I got to make some changes. A lot of times the first thing they'll do is they will turn, you know, to a friend or, um, 
you know, to, to a book, maybe like a self-help book or, or something or to a relative, you know, and they're going to ask for advice or, you know, they're going to go to somebody else maybe that has that change in their life that they want. They're going to ask them for advice and, you know, input. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad or even that they aren't helpful. You know, they, they can be very helpful. What I am saying is that the first place you should turn when you realize that some things need to change, the first place you should always turn is to God. Because, see, the thing about it is what he has one person do in their life to create those changes might be completely different than what he has you do. Now, we all know the saying that success leaves clues. So, you know, I mean, I've, it, I've been in the network marketing field for like over five years. So, you know, everybody trained us, you know, just do what these people do. Just do what these people do. Obviously, it works. And I agree with that to an extent. And the reason I say to an extent is because we really can't all do the exact same things and be expecting an exact same result because we are all different and we all have different um, gifts and talents and abilities, things that come more naturally for us or not naturally for us. Maybe we have different, literally like physical, you know, physiology and anatomy and things like that. Like, for example, as a personal trainer, when I work with my clients and I make them, you know, their, their programs, whether it be for, for working out or whether it be for nutrition, whatever that looks like, just because one thing worked for one person, doesn't mean I can just give the same thing to every person and expect that they get the same results. Exact same, exact same thing applies here. So you might see somebody that has, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to change in life, and you might think, well, if I just do what they did. But what we really need to do is we need to take it to God. And we need to say, so God, I acknowledge and I realize. I'm going to have to make some changes because I really want to get this harvest in my life. So what is it that you would have me do? And so if you are someone who has been maybe going around the same mountain a few times or doing all the things that you see the other people doing or saying, and you're not reaping that harvest, I just, I really want to encourage you to just take it to God and, and see what he shows you, what he tells you. That might be just having that quiet prayer time. That might be getting in his word, asking him what to read. You know, what what's the topic? What's, you know, let's just say it is your health. Well, with all the resources we have at our fingertips today, you can do a quick Google search and you can find, you know, scriptures on healing, scriptures on health, scripture scriptures on you know taking care of your body it's a lot you know we have so much at our fingertips dig into that be prayerful about it meditate on it remember it's not a one and done don't go read one scripture and then you know be done with it ask god to give you revelation in those things and he will tell you what your process looks like now when he shows you what a process looks like the first thing he's going to have you do is be planting some seeds. Okay? 
And the seeds that you plant probably won't be the same seeds that everybody else is planting. Okay? So when I say seeds, you know, what am I speaking of when I say seeds? So, like, for example, let's say you really want to have a different harvest in your life as it pertains to finances, right? So he might tell you to do something different, to plant some different seeds. Maybe he's going to have you plant a seed of starting a business. Maybe he's going to have you plant a seed of, you know, going into a different career direction, a different career path. Maybe, you know, I don't know what that's going to look like, but he's going to give you specific seeds to plant for you. Now, those are the the changes, right, you're going to need to make to get to your harvest. You're going to plant the seeds, and then you're going to be willing to, what do we have to do in the middle? So really just think about a farmer. He's got to tend to his field. He's got to water it. He's got to protect it. He's got to keep the bugs off, right? He's got to make sure the animals don't come in and eat it up. Right. I always like to to like think of, you know, um, I mean, the bugs, you know, the the bugs can be distractions. Right. Like you need to stay focused. You need to stay focused like this is what this is what God told me to do. I'll tell you what, with social media. Oh, heavens. The whole comparison thing. It's it's so it's it's so problematic. Like it can be so problematic these days. Because you might see someone doing something that you really want to do. And maybe you even feel like God's put that in your heart for you to do. So you start doing all the things that they're doing, but then it's not working for you. Right? That's what we were just talking about. So you take it to God and, you know, he's going to give you the things that he wants you to do with it. And then it's not happening as quickly as it happened for them. And, you know, all these things. And that's a distraction. It's a distraction and it will throw you off track and get you off focus. So whatever it is, the harvest that you desire, you need to get with God and you need to say, I'm going to stay focused. I need to do a podcast just about staying focused. There's a great story in the Bible. It's about Peter when he walked on the water about losing your focus. We need to do that. So if you stay focused, you don't let the bugs, you know, get in. You can't let the weeds in either. Like the farmer's got to keep the weeds out, right? So, you know, you've got to, when you're staying focused, anything, you know, people, places, things, uh, any type of distraction, maybe it's TV, maybe it's, uh, you know, I don't know what it is for you, but what? Whatever that is, you are the only one that can make the choice to get rid of it and stay focused on what God has told you to do. Told you to plant the seeds. Now you got to tend to the field. You also have to water it. You also need to keep reading those scriptures over and over again. You also need to keep believing over and over Because, and you need to speak it out loud. 
Because when you speak it out loud, that's when your faith really can go to work. That's when your, your spirit can really go to work, when you're speaking it and you're proclaiming it and you're receiving it. And because you're focused and God's told you, I need, to, I need you to do X, Y, Z. So it doesn't work like this. The farmer doesn't plant his seeds and then go kick back in a recliner for three months or whatever it is and hang out. And then he goes out and there's this beautiful harvest. As a matter of fact, if a, har if a farmer did that, he would have no harvest at all. So you can't just say, God, this is the harvest I want. And it aligns with your promise, right? It aligns with what you say I already have in Jesus. So like, hey, okay, like I want that. And then go sit back and just wait for him to wave his magic wand. It's not how it works. You're going to need to plant those seeds. You're going to need to tend to that field. You're going to need to water it. You're going to need to keep the weeds out. You're going to need to keep the bugs out. You're going to need to uh, protect it. And the other thing in the Bible, it says, you know, with patient endurance. And that word patient doesn't just mean like we're, well, I'm just going to sit around and be patient. It means to endure endure and there's another scripture uh i think it's in first peter and it says and after you have endured after you have endured for a while then right then your harvest comes and you are also the only one that can believe that the harvest will come and you are the only one that can stay focused and committed and steadfast and work with God, knowing there is a reason. There's a reason that your seeds look the way they do. There's a reason that your, your endure, endurance, endurance time, your patience time looks the way it looks. The time frame looks the way it looks. There's a reason. You're the only one that can trust that. And then there's a reason that your harvest is going to look the way your harvest does. There's a reason for all of it. You've got to believe that. So as you're stepping into the new year, again, as you're setting these goals, all of those things, they are so great. And you should see yourself there. See yourself in that harvest, right? See yourself like you've lost that 50 pounds. See yourself that you, you have the life Jesus died, which scripture says, the devil came to steal and kill and destroy, but I came, Jesus came, John 10, 10, so you could have life in abundance, in abundance to the full till it overflows. So yes, see yourself in the harvest of overflow because that's what Jesus already did for you. So see yourself there. That's good. That gets your faith working too. That keeps your hope there. While you're in your endurance period, see yourself there. Believe it. Read that scripture over and over. John 10, 10. I came. I came. So you could have, you know, have this life and enjoy this life in abundance. Not just a little bit. He said to the fullest, like till it overflows. That's what Jesus said. So we didn't just come so we could be saved and have our salvation. Yes, thank God he came so we could have our salvation, but he also came so we could have that promise. Now we have a part to play in, in turning to God. So just I encourage you, 
talk to the people, do the things. I'm not saying those things are bad. Again, don't misunderstand me. But the first place you should always turn is to God. He's never going to let you down. He's never going to steer you the wrong way. Well, Jenny, I, you know, I just don't know how to hear from him. Well, I just, you know, I just don't understand my Bible. I'm just not sure if this is what he told me would, you know, to do. You will figure it out. If you have the willingness and you're, you are coming to God and you're saying, okay, God, I lay down my pride. I lay down my logical understanding. I lay down my ego. I am here. And I'm going to continue to come here every day and lay those things down so that I can work with you. So now show me what to do. And just keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Don't give up. He will show you. He will show you. All right, guys. I hope this blessed you. I will see you next time. Have a great day.